Two peas on a pod, it's a podcast about movies and other stuff. Two peas on a pod, brought to you live from two Mississippi movie buffs. Two peas on a pod, exploring films so you can get all the details. Two peas on a pod, here come your hosts, Jason and Dale. Again, welcome to another episode of Two Peas on a Pod. Uh, today we're going to be talking about paranormal television shows, and uh, I'm Jason here as always with Dale. And uh, yeah, how's it going, man? Oh, it's going great, man. I'm just uh, thinking about all those sweet prolapses we talked about last time. <laughs> <laughs> we need to fucking like it's like Pee Wee's Playhouse in here. Like every time we mention prolapse, like. That's like the secret word. Yeah, yeah, prolapse is always the secret word. We keep calling it secret. Yeah, uh, yeah I, you know, I was looking at watching Trimmers here, the inside of the Trimmers mouth, which just like a prolapse. With Trimmers the, three, we, we right? Some popping out. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we should have called the podcast. <laughs> What, Welcome back to another episode of the Wiggly Twosome cast. <laughs> Dude, that actually probably would have learned pretty well. Yeah. The Wiggly Twosome. Of course, we'd have the Wiggles coming after us for on a lawsuit. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, what you been up to? I know it hadn't been long since we did the last episode, but uh, you see anything cool? Uh, the hell did I watch? Oh, yeah, yeah, I was telling you earlier, I watched uh, World War McQuaid. I hadn't watched that oh, in yeah. a while. And, uh, David Carradine is so awesome, and I really, really want to watch this play that says Karate on it. I really think <laughs> I'm get chicks with that. Is it, is it C-A-R? Yes. That's awesome. That's what oh, I that would, be, that would be the coolest fucking license plate ever, man. That fucker gets out of his car, and with that on there, it still looks completely badass, just daring you to say something about it. And he'll drop kick you <laughs> out of your neck. <laughs> uh, God, I miss David Carradine. He was awesome. Yeah. Uh no, I think Wolf uh, McQuaid is probably one of the best shot, uh, the most, uh, I don't want to say artistic, but the most cinematic of Norris's movies, just with the way it's yeah. filmed and everything. It's got a more polished look than, like, say, uh, Invasion USA. Because that that's not a canon movie there, is it? I don't know that it is. I can actually look at C. I've got it right here. Because it's, it's MGM. Uh, let's see. Uh, no, it's not canon, but it's produced by another Jewish dude. Or Israeli. Yoram Ben Ami. Oh, really? 
So we can look forward to uh, Shot Factory re- releasing that one in a couple of years. Yeah, maybe so. Well, I got a new Shot Factory releasing today, or actually yesterday. It's a double feature of Metamorphosis and Beyond Darkness. I think I saw a picture of that you posted. Never heard of either one, man. They, I mean, I don't know. I pre-ordered this. It was like $12 or something like that. I don't know. I probably shouldn't have done that, but. I don't know, man. The people that that are all about this shit, they're just like all over Scream Factory's dick, you know? They're, it's like whatever they put out, they're they're all about it. It's like, oh shit, can I pay twenty five dollars for people under the stairs, please, please? It's like I love that movie as much as the next guy, man, but I, I'm not paying that kind of money for it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's again, that's why I one Shout Factory Blu-ray. Uh, Let me look at this. Has closed captions. I guarantee you it doesn't. Well, the one I have doesn't. Yeah, yours probably doesn't either. I think it's very few of them do. I thought they were oh. doing better with that, but they're not. Well, so it says English subtitles. I don't know if. Uh, oh, I think these are even... these are both foreign films, so. Oh, that's probably uh, why they have subtitles. Yeah. If that's the case, then that's definitely not. Uh, I don't know. It's it's like, you know, Demon Knight, Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight, and Bordello of Blood. They were originally going to put those out in a two-pack similar to that release, but they released them, you know, individually, and they're like, I mean, they're like 16 bucks each. It's like, I'm just not going to pay that. I mean, there's hardly any special features. Yeah, uh, that's that's why I actually am fine with having gotten um, the Arrow releases of Band uh, of the Paradise and the car. And granted, a car yeah. isn't even available here, but it's so final. And they have great special features. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, for me, if, if you put out a Blu-ray at, you know, 15 plus dollars, and you put subtitles on it, I'll pick it up eventually. If you don't put subtitles on it, I really don't feel the need to get it. Why would I? It just seems like a pain in the ass. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It, it it sucks. I mean, I had the old, like, uh, Midnight Movies releases of all these, you know, horror movies and all that. I'm sure there are DVD. Uh, a lot of them are two-sided DVDs, but they're all captioned or subtitled. I don't mind those releases, man. I love them. I actually love the hell out of them. Uh, yeah. It's it's a cool collection to have. But the only reason I would want to get the Blu-ray is the special features on some of them. That's it. Right. Uh, you know, there's a few I actually really do want to get. I want to get Star Crash. And, uh, yeah, that's on my list. Uh, Land of Time for God is a big one for me. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, stuff like that that I really like. Um, Star Crash is not going to benefit from a uh, Blu-ray release. 
Is that Roger Corman? Yes. Okay. Terrible. Yeah, I've never seen it before. I want to watch it. That's speaking of ripoffs. That's a very much a Star Wars ripoff. Yeah, one of the many. Yeah. I guess we should have mentioned Star Wars ripoffs, but I mean those are you know kind of hard to uh, pinpoint just because they're so. Yeah, I mean, some are not exactly. I mean, just because they take place in space doesn't mean they're a Star Wars ripoff. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it again, it's that whole thing we were talking about. How it's kind of fuzzy what you call a ripoff. It's of course you got yeah. Star Wars, but then after that you have Battlestar Galactica, really. You know, right. If you right. Wanna, if you, you want to bitch about just saying, "Well, this is people doing stuff in space," well. You go back to Star Trek, or beyond that, to like Buck Rogers right. and all that, which is what directly influenced stuff like Star Wars. So, exactly, they're, they're, I just don't consider any of that ripoffs. You know, something like Star Wars comes in; it's immensely popular. It allows for there to be a popular genre of space movies. That's why you know, Battlestar Galactica started coming out. It did well in its own right. Yeah. But, you know, has a huge uh, following too. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it it's uh, it, it's not really fair to just be dismissive and call some stuff ripoffs. But Star Crash is flat out a ripoff of Star Wars. That's Luigi Cosby as well. Uh, <laughs> you see these same names: Bruno Mattei, Luigi Cosby. Yeah. You know, uh, Roger Corman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. But, uh, well, yeah, have you seen anything else? or trying to look through this stack of shit to see what else I've watched. Uh... I think I told you I went through and watched uh, most of the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episodes. Oh, right. I enjoyed them. I was, you know, it was a few years there, the early 90s, where I watched Simpsons, you know, uh, the mm-hmm. reruns or the it's syndication when it came on on weekday afternoons. Right. But, uh, you know, since the mid-90s, the later 90s, I have not watched it. Uh, but uh, I enjoyed you know, I mean it's like I was telling you earlier you could see where the quality of the show dips around the early 2000s because episode right. 12 or Treehouse of Horror 12 it's just not very good uh, but number 17 which, is awesome uh, which one is 12 do you remember right off I'm trying to remember I'm trying I remember the one that was from 96 when they had Clinton and Dole which was funny seeing that, because I remember that whole, you know, campaign, you know, thinking bowl, yeah. uh, you know, bowl, uh, thinking that bowl, bowl right chance, you know, bowl the whole. Uh, well, they did the same thing to Bob Dole that they did to, uh, oh, shit, um, McCain, basically calling him old, you know. 
Yeah, I mean, they both had uh, obvious physical infirmities. And, uh, you know, it, it's not right, necessarily, but people do look down on that. Yeah. You know, that's why... Well, I mean, you got to be fuckable. Yeah, you got to exactly. be fuckable to be president. I mean, yeah. women got to want to fuck you, then I vote for you. I mean, straight up. <laughs> that's why FDR uh, kept his polio thing secret. So women just wanted to ride him <laughs> all night long. Uh, he even had church uh, you in the past at times. Yeah. Well, you know, back before, I mean, it was probably what Kennedy was probably the first one when, like, like television was, like, really big, you know, so they were, you know, airing the debates on television and all that, so. Oh, dear. Hey, you have him and Nixon. Nixon looks like a sweaty testicle. <laughs> no. It's, uh, and they were just like, you know, Lyndon Johnson, Nixon were like, look, this dude. It's getting all the pussy in D.C. We've got to take him out. So they do that. Mm-hmm. And Johnson, Jesus Christ, Johnson was Johnson was just a massive asshole himself. <laughs> but, uh, of course, this, I think he liked to talk about his penis quite a bit, his, his little Johnson or whatever. Maybe that's why they get that from, I don't know. But... Uh, <laughs> Hey, let me tell you this real quick. Um, I saw this the other day. It's uh, it's a sex position called the JFK. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's no. it's it's where I splatter all over her face and watch her struggle to get out of the car. That's the JFK. Yeah, that's the JFK. These long pauses are awesome. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out. That sounds more like that the other Kennedy, Ted. No, I splatter all over her face and watch her struggle yeah. to get out of the car. I know, but Ted Kennedy had that chick that he like oh, drove yeah, off yeah, into the, the lake uh, and all that. that. Just that's what that reminds me. Of. Oh shit! That's what Kennedy. Oh was. yeah, yeah. That was before my time, and I, my parents still talk about the. Uh, Oh shit! That was a fucking name for that that they called that deal the the river that that car was pushed into. The ah oh, uh, oh, fuck, Mystic my memory's river. not too good right now. The Mystic River. <laughs> uh, I think with Ted Kennedy's where you just pass out and die on the floor, like. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the best sex position ever. <laughs> Ladies love it. Mm. When you're thrashing, they get all your money, them. and you don't have to touch yeah. it, or they don't have to touch yeah. you. All right, I did a pretty good job of derailing that there. Yeah. <clears throat> I just I just thought that my mind went to Ted Kennedy instead of you know the obvious Dallas implications of. JFK, when you said that, Jesus, oh, what the hell, why I went to that, but uh, <laughs> anyway, back to Treehouse of Horrors, uh, oh, that's what we're talking about, Chappaquiddick, but, uh, no, that Chappaquiddick, that's what it was called, uh, oh, okay, that was the name of the river, sorry, so, 
That's one King and Kodos took over. Uh, Bob Dole. And, uh... That was 12? That, no, 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 that wasn't 12. That was back in 96. So, if the show started in 89, it may have been episode 6 or... or Treehouse of Horror number 6 or 7. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was one of the more popular ones, I think. Uh... Uh, I like the one that's the uh, The Shining. Yeah. Rip off of The Shining is one of my favorites. And uh, The Monkey's Paw, of course. Uh, There's so many good ones. Well, you know, going back and watching, I was surprised at how many I'd actually seen at least parts of. Yeah. Well, even if you weren't watching The Simpsons regularly, you still caught that one, you know? That's the way I yeah. was. Well, yeah, I mean, you Halloween episodes of most shows were usually the best. I, I miss that, too. You know, it's like we were talking about sitcoms. You know, I always loved the Halloween episodes. Yeah. That's uh, why, you know, stuff like Roseanne had excellent Halloween episodes. Yeah. Um. Uh, Married with Children never really did. They had some good ones, but their best ones were Christmas. I think that's because of the nature of the show. Uh, the fact that they were yeah. miserable all the time was just funny around Christmas. <laughs> They're just waiting for fucking Tim Allen to make another Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Santa Claus 12, when... Uh... Martin Short rapes Rudolph. He just rapes Rudolph. He doesn't just have a red nose. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, he, you just, you just did the poster. Yeah. <laughs> oh. He's got a shiny red pearl lamps. That's the word of the day, kids. I can't really think of anything else I've watched recently, though. Uh, oh, uh, the one other thing I have watched any of was uh, trying to catch up on uh, Oliver Stone's Untold History of the United States. Oh, really? Uh, I figured he was going to be biased, and he was. So I don't <laughs> know how shocker. further I can get into it, because I think he's like, he, he, he uh, shows Truman as almost a warmonger and just an idiot when, you know, what, what I've read of Truman is that's not the case. Uh, he, 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 Oliver Stone clearly sympathizes with Joseph Stalin, which is kind of disgusting to me, uh, considering wow. Joseph Stalin is, uh, you know, the dude was worse than Hitler. Right. So... That's what irritates me. He keeps saying that Truman was like pushing, you know, to be an asshole when Stalin was giving all these concessions when, you know, that's, you know, you can look at the map and the way it was during the war and all that, that, you know, that just isn't true. Uh, even, even considering the propaganda, the anti-Soviet propaganda 
it was rampant, you know, even when we were young. Uh, right. Even discounting that, you can just look at the maps, and there's basic evidence showing that Stalin was, you know, he, he pretty much was trying to take over Europe. Uh, right. And, and obviously his fucking death toll, you know, Stone, Stone portrays the U.S. as pretty much horrible for dropping the atomic bombs. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, I, I wish I could see more stuff like, you know, what Ken Burns has done, more objective stuff. Right. But Stone is really not much better than uh, Michael Moore when it comes to revisionism and pushing his own <laughs> agenda. Which is a shame. So what is? Have you seen all three episodes of that, or how many episodes is it? Oh, it's like ten. It was one entire. Oh, is there? Season. I've only watched it the ran, three episodes. It, it ran on what Showtime? Yeah. Well, I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, you know. I, I don't know. I was trying to give him a chance. Because I actually like Oliver Stone as a filmmaker. But uh, when you start trying to create sympathy for one of the worst dictators this world has ever seen, you uh, yeah. you lose any ground, any moral ground to uh-huh. stand on. I agree with him that the United States lost quite a bit of moral ground to stand on regarding the atom bomb when it decided to drop it. But at the same time, he was not alive at that time. Or if he was, he was a little fucking baby. I'm not sure how old the man is, but I don't think he's that old. Uh, nobody. Uh, he's our parents' age. Okay, so he, he would have been born shortly after. Uh, yeah. But none of us were alive at that time. None of us were alive during the greatest cataclysm our planet has seen. You know, man-made cataclysm. So we really, all we do is armchair modding all this shit. Not modding, but, you know, we're like, it's easy for us to say this shit about them in the comfort of our own homes, in our couches and shit. Well, these people exactly. were truly not sure when this war was going to end, you know? Yeah. Uh, because both the Germans, while they were making the bomb, both the Germans and the Japanese showed no signs of quitting. Uh, right. So, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty on that, but when you're in the middle of a war, it's a little different. So, to judge these men, like they're monsters, for the acts that they did, is unfair. I don't think we should ever drop another bomb like that, ever. It is fucking terrible. But, you know, it was something new, and, you know, it, it felt like their backs were against the wall. Yeah, they were going to do it. Right. I, you know, I don't know. I just think it's really shitty when people of today, like these hipster fuckers, uh, are trying to revise. Now, revising history is one thing. It needs to be done at times. But just complete, completely, like, changing it up like that, you know, to suit your own ends is right. ridiculous. It needs to be objective. You know, you can't look at it from an emotional point of view. Exactly. Exactly. 
and like you said, man, hindsight, man, it's, you know, that's, that's kind of a shitty way to look at it. Like you said, when he, I mean, he was born in 46, you know, so the same year my dad was born, so. Okay, right after, the year after. Uh, yeah, you know. I just, my grandfather was in the war, you know. Uh, see, that's the thing. I mean, we just, I, I don't know. I mean, I know the Japanese were fanatical shitheads. You know, and then there was somebody online, you know, during the end, because we just had the 70th anniversary of the dropping of the bombs. And it needs to be... God damn, like, has it been that long? Wow. Yeah. But, uh, and the Japanese had, like, vigils and stuff in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Rightfully so. Sure. You know, sure. Well, most of those people doing that were not alive there. And it didn't happen on this soil. If that happened on our soil, we do the same thing. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm glad they do it. Um, but, uh, you know, you had Americans saying, well, the U.S. pushed the Japanese to attack at Pearl Harbor with the sanctions, the economic sanctions they put on them, strangling them for oil, which is true. The United States did do that. But you know why the U.S. did that? It's because Japan had invaded China and was raping and murdering the shit out of the Chinese and fucking them up. Yeah. They had been doing it for years. So, you know... The Japanese did have it coming. Their military was was out of control at that time. But but Japan, dude, Japan before the war from like the twenties, you know, on is a fascinating place to discover. There were so many assassinations. You know, the power struggle was kicking in before the military finally took over. But uh, I'm, I'm getting on a historical ramble there, but yeah. No, it's just, fine. I'm listening to you. Uh, it's We need to learn from the mistakes of the past without judging the shit out of everybody. Yeah. You know, from the mistakes of the past. That's why I can't stand that people today can't seem to have a uh, an educated discussion about, you know, slavery or, you know, the antebellum South or the U.S. at that time. Without saying slavery is wrong, end of story. Well, there's so right. much more to that. Slavery is wrong, but again, none of us lived in that period of time when slavery was a real thing here in America. Yeah. So you have to look at it from that point of view to get a full understanding. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's hard to like knowing what we know now. It's hard to look back. And put ourselves in that position. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, uh, like you said, we didn't live through that shit. We don't know. You know, I mean, I don't know. The uh, history books have falsified a lot of that shit. And I think that's the biggest problem with as far as that goes. History books do that, and then they try to encompass major events into a paragraph. And you cannot <laughs> do that. Uh, you know, I mean, you remember that growing up in our social studies books, and then when we actually started having history classes, that's exactly how it was. Right. You know, I didn't learn shit oh, yeah. about history in high school. That's why as soon as I started yeah. going to college, you know, no, that's, uh, I started skipping college when I, uh, my second semester there, but what I was doing mm-hmm. was going to uh, the library and checking out all these books on World War II and reading them. I'm worried about all that shit myself. That's what you have to do to get a full yeah. grasp of it. 
And I learned more during that semester just sitting in the park reading that than, than I ever have in my life. Uh, of course, and that's that's the thing with fucking like school and stuff, you know. You can learn more on your own than you ever could in a class, or like learn through like hands-on activities. Yeah, yeah. History is not treated as as uh, the important subject that it is. It's um, people just don't they like. Why somebody told me is like, well, this happened so long ago. Why does it matter now? I'm like, well, because everything, everything you do today, everything you have, is because of somebody before you and somebody before them. It's not like you were born and this is the world. The world exists only as you live, and then once you die, it's done. You know, this world has been here a lot longer than that, and it's been building up. Civilization has right. So, you know, like, at this, they were saying this in reference to the Civil War. Like, dude, we're still living with the repercussions of that war. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I, uh, uh, go I'll go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was saying that uh, somebody said it really well, saying the North won the war, but the South won the peace, which is very true. Right. Uh and, but, I mean, all those gains that the North had made regarding, you know, ending slavery, you know, when the Jim Crow laws and all that was passed, that, that shit all over everything. They just, blacks were no longer slaves, but they were, you know, I don't know if they were indentured servants, but, you know, they still worked on these plantations and didn't really have much in the way of, of uh, rights. So, so they I think took that's, them, that. That's what a lot of people don't don't want to remember about that. They want to. It's all a fairy tale. Oh, you know, Abraham Lincoln came in and saved everybody, and then that's it. Fast, you know, fast forward to 1960. You know. Yeah. Yeah. They. Uh, that's that's a shame. They don't get the full story. It took a hundred years for those. Uh, the civil rights movement was a hundred years coming because Reconstruction failed. So. So, absolutely. Uh, yes, it freed slaves, but that's about it. The slaves had to stay in the newly conquered South where they were not wanted by most people because the North did not want them up there. Despite what nobody likes to talk about, uh, blacks were not welcome in a lot of those cities up there either. The North, the whites in the North were just as racist as the whites in the South. They just didn't believe right. in slavery. Uh, and that 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 pervaded for years. You know, it wasn't just just blacks, but I mean, there were walls put up against anti-Chinese and anti-Japanese walls put in place in the late 1800s to keep them from coming over here. Why was this such a massive influx of people from Asia that there was a need for that? And they were all assholes then. Yeah, what a Whites of power were just assholes at that time. Right. Nothing is cut and dry. Now, Abraham Lincoln is not the savior people have made him out to be, this mythical figure. Right. The only reason he's considered that is because he was killed. I do like Abraham Lincoln, but the man himself said that if he could preserve the Union without freeing a single slave, he would do it. It's the same bullshit, man. People are never going to acknowledge that. It's... See, the thing about it is the Civil War 
slavery was a part of it, but through an economic sense. Right. The South, uh, the thing is, here's the thing, the South was the powerhouse of this nation because of Congress. Right. It was. Therefore, the South had most of the power and Congress had the Senate. And it was through slavery and keeping the economy going down here that they had that. After the war, that was gone. All of that was gone. So it it was almost almost trying to restore that power as well. People don't right. really sit there and look at, at the Union as just trying to free slaves. That was not it. First, it was trying to preserve the Union, and then people will say, well, we have the Emancipation Proclamation. Yeah, you do realize that for the most part, the Emancipation Proclamation was a cynical uh, uh, grab to uh, keep Britain from supporting the Confederacy by mm-hmm. making it a holy war against slavery. I just, granted, yeah, the South had a lot of issues. Yes, it was a planter's war. The rich planters instigated that fucking war, and I cannot stand that mm. for that. But uh, I, you know, most of the men who fought for the Confederacy did not own slaves. You know, you could sit there and people would be like, well, we were trying to, uh, you know, uh, maintain the status quo. Why? They they did not want the Union coming in, just taking over the South and doing what they wanted. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's much more complicated than people make it out to be. Much more. You know, these Confederate soldiers were not trudging through snow, leaving blood everywhere in the snow without shoes to fight just to keep slaves. So it's, and people are not willing to learn and read about it when they really should. Like I said, slavery was instrumental. It was a big part of that, but not for the reasons that a lot of people like to think. American slavery is very unique in the history of slavery. You can compare uh, American slavery to slavery in Brazil or, um, you know, the Caribbean. Whereas, you know, in America, slaves actually thrived. You know, we had them, we brought uh, Africans over here, and they they were fruitful and multiplied, so to speak. Yet, when they went to mm-hmm. Brazil, South America, or especially fucking like Jamaica and all that, they were worked literally to death on the sugar plantations and wiped out. Wow. You know, in America, actually... Uh, I can't remember exactly when, but it was before the war. They uh, they stopped importing slaves. You can see the numbers. It's really fascinating. You can see like a census taken, or you know maybe population figures. Uh, right. Slaves grew. Uh, I mean, there were four million here. Four million Africans were not brought here. It was just several. It was several thousand. You know, not. And that's the funny thing. Uh, North America, like the colonies here, got the smallest fraction of the slave trade. Yet, they ended up with the most uh, slaves just by how how they were treated compared to they were the way they were elsewhere. Elsewhere, I mean, they were just, like I said, it would be better to a meat grinder. So... The slavery here in the South is just a different thing than, than it is there. 
again, it's people saying slavery is wrong. I agree. I do not believe another man shall, not one man shall own another man ever. I'm totally against that. There are aspects of American slavery that I hate. Uh, you know, you know, the, the splitting families and such. I think that's disgusting. Right. Uh, that's that is wrong. And anybody who sits there and says that, well, and the Bible was used as an excuse for it because the Bible never con- condemned slavery at any point. It just tells you how you should treat your slaves. Um, but the Bible should never, you know, it, it's a shame that it was used in that way to say, okay, well, you know, God's okay with it because he doesn't say no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It's it's a very fascinating thing. Uh, I I personally believe slavery should have been done away with through many missions. You know, Lincoln and his government offered money uh, to Southerners for their slaves. So mm-hmm. I can't remember how much it was. But they were not going to do that because that's a one-time payment. And what did they do after that? You have free slaves down here. Uh, nothing set up for them. And, you know, a bunch of rich white planters who no longer have capital coming in. So, again, the economy is destroyed. That's the whole thing. The, the southern economy hinged on slavery. That's why the war was over slavery, because of the economy. But uh, I don't know. It's it's a fascinating sub, uh, subject that people are willing to to look at it objectively. Yeah. You know, but I, I understand that it can, you know, some people I want or want to seem like a you know, condoning it, or I'm okay with it. Well, you're not. You're learning about it. This is it's a totally different thing. You know, you just need to learn. It's the only way to get an understanding of it so it won't happen again. Um, yeah. Well, learn learn from, you know, the mistakes. Yeah, but we never do. Yeah, that's uh, true. Which is, you know... You think something like, you know, the Holocaust would have prevented anything else like that happening, but it didn't. <laughs> well. That says a lot about us as a species, though. It does. And as what's so fascinating, man, uh, the, in the latter half of the century, some of the greatest genocides, I say greatest, that's what I mean, biggest genocide. You have one that occurs in uh, Cambodia uh, shortly before we were born. You know, Cambodia was not freed from the uh, Khmer Rouge until 1979, I think, by the Vietnamese. That's just a year wow. before we were born that that shit stopped. Uh... Of course, Rwanda happens when you and I are like 13 years old. Yeah. And Bosnia, Sarajevo, and all that is later. We're in our teens. Later teens when that happens. So that shit goes on today. It does. Yeah, it does. It's unfortunate. It is. It's unfortunate that people use their religion or, you know, their clan differences or whatever. To, uh, to do that, to say, well, I'm going to kill this person who looks exactly like me. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because they don't believe in God the way I believe in God. But whatever. Now, of course, you've got all that shit going on now with ISIS. ISIS is not only killing people, you know, with no regard for anything. They're destroying history as well. Uh, so I, I really don't understand why they're not a, more of a priority. You know, they're, they're a guerrilla unit, you know, like, even they ball motherfuckers. Wipe them out. Yeah. Uh, uh, people like that. I'm sure they're working on it. We probably just don't know about it. I hope so. I hope they do it sooner rather than later. Just, uh, I don't know. It's sad. We're not learning from it. War is part of who we are, though. Yeah. I think I've said it true. before. That, you know, instead of acting That's- like, well, war is evil, we need to not do it. We need to realize that it's very much ingrained in us and deal with that that way because by ignoring it and wanting it to not be there, it doesn't make it not there. Well, that's why it's going to be a big fucking wake-up call at some point in the near future for our entire generation that just thinks that, you know, everything's fucking gumdrops and rainbows, you know. Well, I mean, yeah, our generation, the ones after us, are going to try to run out of battlefields with Xbox controllers, you yeah. know, instead of guns. I don't know. It, it's pretty interesting the way the world's changing. <clears throat> It'll be interesting to see um, how how people cope with them. Well, I mean, we're definitely, you know, right for invasion, but because we're weak, you know. Yeah. Boy, we went way off topic. Yeah. At least it was a little more, uh, I don't know, uh, I guess appropriate than our usual. Yeah, I'll just uh, give unpopular history lessons. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good way to uh, keep people from listening to the podcast. I hope that what I've just said about slavery and the Civil War offended people more than pro-life sentences, because if it does, then that shows <laughs> say to people for them to be more offended by that. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me at all. Oh, no, me neither. I mean, it's a shame. Nothing I said was false. Nothing I said was meant to be inflammatory, you know. I'm just talking. Sure. You know. And on that note... Well, basically, guys, don't... Go ahead. Don't, uh, don't believe everything you hear or read, you know. Exactly. I mean, you have to... You have to be willing to uh, analyze... Certain things you could read things if if it sends up red flags, read more about it. That's the stuff you really should look into because usually you'll find uh, discrepancies uh, from, right. from accepted history. That's one reason why I watched his Oliver Stone thing. I was curious what he was going to do, but you know, and he he did come up with some stuff that I didn't know anything about. But of course, he made sure to put his own crap in there, you know. Did he, did he, like, 
snort some coke off of the uh, Born on Fourth of July DVD or anything? Yeah, that's all he did for like the first ten minutes. Is this, is this after he like turned into a Buddhist and is all about, you know, whatever? <laughs> well, dude, well, he narrates the whole thing, so he's got these really weird pauses in it uh, when he's talking. Because it seems like he he'll sit there and talk until he has no more air left in his lungs and it breathe almost like Jack Palance without you know <laughs> sucking in you know, gallons of air. Yeah. God, Jack Palance. That's an awesome dude. And that that's something else I watched recently. I guess I've stated I went back and watched Tim Burton's Batman and Batman Returns. Oh, yeah. Man, I love those movies. I love Jack Palance and Batman. Uh, of course, I love him in everything. Who did he play in Batman? It's been so long since I've seen it. I don't even remember. He was, uh, what was the same, Grissom? He was the guy in charge of that uh, uh, organized crime uh, family that uh, Jack Napier, the Joker, was part of. He's the one who set okay. up the Joker. Uh, and then the Joker comes back and kills him and takes over. He took care of Jism. Yeah, he, yeah, Jism, that's exactly what he did. Um, uh, but, uh, oh, uh, have you seen anything in the last few days? Um, I saw that Shaun of the Sheep movie. I don't know if you've heard about that. <clears throat> It's uh, claymation. Oh no, I haven't. I don't think I've heard about it. It's done by the same folks that did uh, like Wallace and Gromit and all that type of stuff. Oh, Shaun the Sheep. Okay, that's what you said. Yeah. You said Shock yeah, the yeah, Sheep. Yeah. I thought that's what you said. <laughs> Shock the Sheep. That's that's where the Iron Sheep gets uh, a finger in his asshole. Yeah, the shocker. He puts the body in the camel clutch and makes him humble. Wow. Um, yeah, Sean of the Sheep. Uh, yeah, I saw it with the kids. They they fucking loved it. It was like an hour and 17 minutes, something like that. It was pretty short. It, uh, it was, is it actual claymation or is it like CGI and whole like claymation? I believe it's real claymation. Because oh, cool. it took six years to make. I don't know if I said that already. Oh, shit. If it took that long to make, then, yeah, it's real, real claymation. Yeah, I mean, I love that type of stuff. It was, uh... I mean, it was really cool because there was, there was no dialogue in the whole movie. Oh, that's that's pretty ballsy of them. Yeah. And it was, I mean, there's a good many people in there, considering it's only, like, one one showing a day. And it's, you know, it's been out for a few weeks now. I'm sure it didn't do great, but, you know, considering it's like a British thing with no dialogue. Hey, I, I always love people who stick with their crap like that. Uh, I do, too. I just remember my disappointment, because you remember Disney's Dinosaur from, what was it, 2000? Yeah, oh yeah, I watched it again recently. Um, that was originally supposed to be no dialogue, and just 
the dinosaurs within their lives. And uh, then they went back and put all the dialogue in it and changed it up. Oh, yeah. They didn't have the balls to not do that. But I, I think these people don't give kids enough credit. It, I mean, they need to stop worrying about just putting dialogue and zany, you know, shit in there. If you make a good story that grabs children, you know, that's probably inappropriate that I even said that. Cause uh-huh. Jared, <laughs> but, you know, something that catches their attention, then, uh, then kids will love it. You know, they will. Uh, they don't, I, don't, I never really needed dialogue when I was a kid. Just, just throw a monster crushing shit somewhere for 30 minutes and I'm good to go. You could do that. No, it's a lot more challenging. Exactly. But I don't know. I think the end result would have been better if they had stuck with that. But Disney probably was like, no. Uh, no, we're going to put the cast of ER in here and have them, you know, just to talk about laughing <laughs> and shit. Fucking uh, Vanilla Ice is going to play the Dracusaurus. Uh, <laughs> I think it was what D.B. Sweeney was uh, the voice of the main Iguanodon, Aladar. Really? I didn't I even realize so. that. Well. It, it it's not a very good movie. I will say that. I saw no. it in the theater with my with my nephew when he was just a, a young boy. Well, you remember the first trailer for it? It was like five minutes long, and it just kind of built up. It's just beautiful music, just building up, uh, just showing all these dinosaurs and everything. There's no dialogue mm-hmm. in that trailer. And it was really cool. That's why I was kind of hoping they would stick with doing no dialogue. Well, have you... You know, there's another movie from Disney called uh, something like that, Dinosaur or something. It's it's supposed to be like uh, if the asteroid never hit. No, I don't think I've seen anything like that. Uh, I'm trying to think of the name of it right off. Hmm. Uh, it's not dinosaur. That's too fucking easy. Everybody's, you know, there's like two or three other dinosaur movies coming out. Uh, the that good dinosaur. Got one. Yeah. The good dinosaur. That's coming out soon. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's Pixar's. You're right. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's, uh... Oh, that's... That's the one where the asteroid didn't hit? <sighs> Let me check. Hold on. It just took me to a bunch of fucking weird, uh... uh yeah, weird just links. more... Just alien yeah. impregnation shit. Okay. It, it's just P's and V's, man. That's all I got going. <laughs> That's what the Pixar needs to do next. These are bees. Pixar could fucking do a Mr. Hanky full-length movie and that motherfucker would make a billion dollars, man. They could do no wrong, you know? Yeah. 
Pixar could fart in a balloon and that motherfucker would make a billion dollars. Oh, they should do that. These are great ideas. <laughs> I got plenty more. Yeah, that's it. That That's the one, the good dinosaur. It's cool. A single moment can change history. It just shows the asteroid like blowing by him. Then you've got this retarded-looking uh, Dino motherfucker from the Flintstones. Uh, like they like they show real dinosaurs and they show this fucking idiot. He looks like a fucking Down syndrome Dino. <laughs> That's what happens. The asteroid doesn't hit, so all the dinosaurs get an extra chromosome. Have you seen the, the like? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like what he looks like. Uh, yeah, I think I've seen, like, just an image. It's really cartoony. I mean, I'll go see it, for sure, but, you know. I don't know. Um, hmm. Have you seen anything else? Uh, that's pretty much it. I, uh, I wanted to mention that, uh, from Dust Till Dawn, the series is back. Oh, okay. Season 2 on uh, the L Ray Network. And I gotta say, I, I saw the first episode and it was it was pretty fucking good, man. It uh, had Danny Trejo in there, of course. Oh, yeah. I think that was that was his first appearance in the show. But, uh, no, it was, it was real action-packed and I think that's what the first season lacked. Oh, that might be what they're trying to fix on this season. Well, you know, it, it just lacked, uh, I don't know. It, it it wasn't really anything that I would, you know, be down. Like, I watched it, but, you know, I wasn't really into it or anything. So, it was kind of iffy on this next season. But, yeah, it turned out to be really good. And uh, I guess as far as we're talking about uh, television, uh, I've been watching The Strain. I don't know if you've you've seen any of that. I have not. I do want to see it, though. I mean, it's like everything else. You know, episodic television is very, very hit and miss. What about uh, Fear of the Walking Dead? Oh, man, yeah, I saw that, too. I liked it a lot. Okay. That's something I'm curious about. Um, cause you're, are you caught up on The Walking Dead? No, 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 no. This last season, uh, I think I saw the first episode at Terminus, and that's it. Last episode of Terminus. So you're you're about a season back. Yeah. But, uh, um, I don't know, man. I like The Walking Dead. It definitely has its has its flaws, but well, you know. uh, *Fear the Walking Dead* is like an entirely different thing, right, from *Walking Dead*. It's it's supposed to be a a precursor. You know, it starts off with the beginning of the infection. Oh. Okay. So, you know, a little bit of a different. Well, did they ever state how long Rick had been out? 
uh, like how far into the infection it was that he woke up? I don't think so. I think you're just kind of supposed to, you know, assume. It could not have been that long. Long enough for old uh, Shane to fucking railroad that ass. Oh, he could have done that in a day. But yeah, he probably immediately went over there to that house, to Rick's house. This is like he did, he did, just saying that over and over, and then she just rides him. Just, just miles and tears it Yeah, but I mean, if it wasn't that long, that's pretty quick to move on from your husband. But I mean, I guess it is the apocalypse. Yeah, she's got to wag her flat ass everywhere. I just, uh, my thing is, though, Rick. I mean, if you really want to look into it, Rick could not have lasted on that hospital bed in a coma there by himself for too long. Uh, without. You know, starving well, did it? Didn't Shane? Wasn't Shane there? Like when when it, when everything happened, and he he kind of like set Rick loose or something. I was trying to remember. Uh, there was an episode about that. He later well, on. Shane, uh, Shane like uh, when it started happening, and Shane realized he couldn't get Rick out. He put a hospital bed in front of Rick's door to kind of barricade him. Oh, okay, so, that's what I'm thinking of. And he protected Rick from uh, the dead going in there and getting him. But still, Rick was in a coma with nobody taking care of him. He wakes up, like, I guess what's like maybe a month later or, you know, at least a few weeks with a 5 o'clock fucking shadow. He gets up. He's ready to go. Uh, <laughs> that's why I was wondering. I mean, the comic book has that flaw, too. Yeah. You know, Shane was one of my favorite characters. Yeah. I always always really related to Shane as far as how I would act in the apocalypse. You know, I say that and people think I'm, you know, a monster, but um, I'd be in full-on survival mode, man, you know? Well, like, there wouldn't be a whole lot. Like, uh, huh? <laughs> oh, you go ahead. Uh, I'm just saying, I think... I think you you just liked it when Shane killed that uh, uh, fat crazy guy dude Otis or whatever his name was. <laughs> it was remember, Otis or some shit, wasn't it? Uh, something like that. He just didn't screaming at Shane, and his eyes are just bouncing around. Yeah. His, his oh, that's that guy. Yeah, it was yeah. The, the googly eyed dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's he's in all kinds of shit. Every movie he's in, he does that with his fucking eyes too. They're like, get old Googles in here. Dude, I love seeing him in an episode of Highlander where he's a fucking Highlander. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. And then, uh, when the lures him into, like, uh, you know, well, uh, you, an, an alley. You mean Adrian Paul, right? Yeah, Adrian Paul. There we go. Yeah, Lourdes and Llamas was the motorcycle thing. What the fuck was that? Renegade. Uh, Renegade. Uh, yeah, Adrian Paul lures him into an alley. And cuts his head off. And then Adrian Paul comes out, and his eyes are bumping around like that, too. He's got googly eyes for the rest of the show. (laughs) Ah, That would have been awesome. That would have. I just remember that guy distinctly from that episode. 
wow. No, I didn't know that. I know he was in that movie Identity with uh, John Cusack. Yeah, he was. I think he was in an episode of X-Files, too. I like the guy. I like seeing him in stuff. It's just, that's just a very defining trait he has. Uh, I really wish Adrian Paul had come out of there, out of that dark alley or whatever, in a fat suit. When he had gained 200 pounds suddenly. That would have been pretty cool, man. Uh, no, I think that's I think that's your favorite part of uh, Walking Dead when it kills that poor dude. I just like I don't know, man. Like I think like humanity would be gone. You know, you got to stop thinking in terms of how we think now. You know, like laws are gone. Like. You know, women are going to get raped. People are going to get murdered. They're going to looting, stealing. Everything is free reign, you know. There is no order. You forget all that shit. You forget the past thousand years of, you know, any kind of progress we made. Oh, dude, you'd be starting. Now you talk about a dark ages. <clears throat> that, that will be an actual dark ages. But, uh, you see how people I mean, are with small events, like little looting and rioting. Shit. Well, like, I remember yeah. people, like, during Katrina, like, killing uh, killing each other killing each other over ice, you know, when we were, like, what, one, one, two days into that shit, people killing each other over ice? Yeah, that happened here. You know, like... I, I remember that. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, like I mean, that there was stuff like that, that that really opened my eyes. It was Katrina that really made me, you know, start preparing for something like that because, you know, you need to be heavily armed. You need to be ready. You need to be prepared. I mean, you better be ready to make some fucking decisions that, you know, you may not normally make, you know? Well, you know, this Saturday is the 10th anniversary of Katrina. Is it really? Well, I knew it was coming up. Already 10 years. Uh, But, I mean, that shit right there, man, that was was eye-opening. Like, that's when I went and I just stockpiled weapons, you know? Weapons and ammo. Yeah, I need to get a uh, weapon myself. Uh, yeah, I mean, just in case. Oh yeah, I'm I'm never very far away from something. I mean, I carry a knife on me at all times, but I mean, I've usually got a got a firearm within arm oh, reach. Uh, I remember they they uh, accosted you at that Pizzacarn or whatever. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. that yeah. They, like, just jumped you. You got, like, four deuces jumped on you, trying to get oh, a knife out of your hands. Me, yeah. uh, you know, roll down all the stairs we just walked up. The, like, six six rows of fucking, like, handicap inclines. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I've been kicking myself ever since. I should have just said no, you know. It's not like there was a metal detector, you know. No, yeah, I know. Well, I got a fucking Mac 10 in my britches, bitch. Come and get it. But, uh, but yeah, uh, <laughs> Fear of the Walking Dead was good. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. You know, pilots always suck. 
you know, of all shows. But I mean, it was it was spot on as far as like uh, the cinematics go. I mean, it was great, great camera work, great special effects. I mean. I heard nothing but people just bitching endlessly that I hadn't even seen it, just bitching the fact that it existed. There's yeah. a lot of that with The Walking Dead, and I don't really understand. I guess it's just backlash from the popularity. But, I mean, you watch the show. I mean, you enjoy the show. Yeah. I mean, I think it's entertaining. It's it's not really horror. It really is a drama, you know. But it's it's well done. I enjoy it. That's, that's what I love about it. I love the fact that it is like how people would react if something yeah. like that were to happen, that's I love science fiction or horror where it takes one thing and changes it. Just one thing, the data comes yeah. back to life. And that's it. And you see what happens after that. You see how people react to it. You know, uh, I think some of the best horror and stuff is made like that. It's it's how yeah. people react to something like that. I mean, how would you react to it? Uh, it's 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 interesting. I've never been one for just overt gore and just you know scares for the sake of scares. You know, yeah. I, I like a good I like a good story. That's the stuff that I remember. Exactly. Well, a good a good balance of all of that is really what you want. You know, you want you want scares, but you want them to be worthwhile, you know, and serve a purpose, and not just, you know, not, not just a loud noise and a you know quick movement, you know. Yeah. Like you know, tension building stuff, you know. Like, uh, can't really think of a good example, but you know, it's something like uh, I don't know, Session Nine. If you've seen Session Nine before. Yeah. I have not. If you have, I wanted to, to check it out. That's that's a great horror film, man. I, I try to recommend that to everybody. You know, modern modern horror film that really does a great job with attention, cool. attention building, and that's that's. I mean, my favorite part about horror, like, I mean, the shit that can make your fucking, you know, give you goosebumps. You know, as a grown ass man, you know, that's that's some good shit. You know, well, it's the shit that stays with you after you watch it. Yeah. Like yeah. you might, you know, you you might, you know, be looking over your shoulders or something like that. Mm-hmm. You might, you know, have exactly. second guess whatever it might be in the dark after you turn off the lights and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the way I am, too. I think the first Insidious had some of that. Um, that, that, was, that was pretty well done and just, you know, they've done it to death with the sequels. Yeah. Um, Conjuring was really good. Uh, Conjuring gave me nightmares, man. Like, I mean, just, just, uh, I don't know from what, but I had like a fucking night terror after we saw that movie. Mm-hmm. Like there's, I know you probably haven't seen it, but there's just a, a scene when I forget exactly what happens, but basically a, a ghost like comes up from the bed and grabs the, the child's foot. You know, when it, you know, it, it, it builds up to it, but basically that, that was happening to me in my dream. And it's like one of those deals when you wake up and you still think it's happening. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah. that, and, uh, I'm just trying to think of some more modern horror films that have actually had good scares. Um, there's not really a whole lot of them. It's not really done that much anymore. 
I mean, James, James Wan does a good job of it. Uh, Brad Anderson did Session 9. He, he's done some other good stuff. He also did The Machinist. Oh, that one where Christian Bale lost all the weight. Yeah, well, I've seen that. <clears throat> yeah. Right before he did Batman Begins, or right after. Oh, was it? Yeah, dude. I can't remember what, yeah. what I, I can't remember he bulked up and it lost, you know, like 100 pounds in like three months of what. He was eating uh, apples, and uh, it was one other thing is all he ate. He ate, like, apples and, like, big black dicks, I think. Big black dicks. Okay. Well, that's a uh, diet. I think I'll pass on that. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping I could throw you off on that one. Hey, he is a pretty intense method actor. Uh, his role he is. That, he probably start chugging all of them, everything he could find. McG, you want me to suck this dick, McG? Dude, he'd be like, he'd live in Lexington Steel's basement for like a month. <laughs> Just taking fucking cream pies all day. <laughs> so, Lexington Steel makes him wear his Batman mask while he's doing it. <laughs> he wears a Bane mask. Oh God! Yeah, and works the Batman mask. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. It's a good day to fuck Batman. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I guess this would be a pretty good time to transition into our topic here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're going to be talking about paranormal television, and uh, basically, you just wanted to talk about like the uh, like the documentary style shows. Yeah, yeah, we can go over that, or you know, some of the stuff that uh, you and I grew up with, well, not just TV shows, but also films as well. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, I guess we can just start with uh, in search of. Oh, You're a pretty big fan of that, aren't you? Dude, yes. Yeah, I didn't... I don't ever recall seeing the show in its initial run. Because it ended mm-hmm. in 82. I would have been way too young. But... Uh, yeah. It, they had reruns of it uh, on A&E, I think, in the mid-90s. Because I remember I'd come home from uh, school and they'd have it on mm-hmm. there. Um, I was watching like Darkwing Duck, and you were watching In Search of. Uh, <laughs> well, the thing is, man, I would uh, flip between like you know Batman the animated series or whatever was on, yeah. you know, or shit. It could have been fucking Pokemon for all I know. To In Search of, it was just like you were just double teaming bananas in pajamas and In Search of. Dude, I did watch some random weird shit at that time. Yeah, I do remember did. watching Bananas in Pajamas because that fucking thing I remember they had. Just being freaked out by the whole concept. Dude. I was like going to your house, drinking all the vanilla extract. 
Washington bananas in pajamas. You get a vanilla high. Oh, uh, damn, man. Watch that, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Just huge chubs okay, eating. I was eating O, o cereal with pubes in it. <laughs> Pubos. Curly Q's. Curly Q's. Uh, the thing is, that sounds exactly like what a cereal would sound like. Yeah. Well, that's right, kids. It's fucking pubes. It's a big box of pubes from from Uncle Grandpa. Dude, what if they had been like silver, like just old old man pubes? <laughs> That'd be easier to target the culprit. I could just go to the factory. Find the yeah. dude that's putting pubes in cereal and sneaking out all the cow eyeballs in his asshole. <laughs> he's he's uh, cleanly shaven down there. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Okay. Um... That's like a... Oh yeah, they had uh, changed the uh, like the opening theme and everything for our '90s audience because that in search of theme is is just balls out disco. Is it? Uh, yes, I'm loving. I have like the soundtrack for it, and it's too much for me, and I love shit like that. In search of theme itself is one thing. There's too much on there that's just like. Just, just disco shit. Uh, you know, just you just think of greedy dudes grinding on each other. Uh, but not love and search out, man. At this point, I've probably watched all of them. I got that box set a few years ago that they released. Um, and uh, that's a big thing for me for Winter New Boy because he was a great host of it. Oh yeah. Uh, See, it went what seventy six or eighty two? You said. I think so. I think that sounds that sounds about right. But uh, the thing about it, search of though, man, is before that in the mid seventies, they had two made for TV movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, in search of ancient astronauts. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the other one. Uh, but both of those were hosted by uh, Rod Serling. Oh, yeah. And Rod Serling, uh, if I remember correctly, was originally intended to uh, do in a search of television series. I'm sure he would have done it, but he died before he could do it. Uh, which, I just have to say, I think is one of the greatest losses in uh, science fiction yeah. television. Uh, that dude was amazing at writing this stuff. And he was a great host, too. Um, but uh, around that same time, there was a whole slew of those pseudo-documentaries coming out. I guess starting with oh, yeah. Dance of the Gods back in 1970. Uh, I think it might have come out here in the States in 71. Um, as it was German originally. But after that, oh, was all through the 70s. Yeah, Eric Bondanikin 
did it. And if you get the DVD, it says uh, narrated by Eric Von Daniken. That is not Eric Von Daniken narrating that. Because if you watch him on Ancient Aliens, which he shows up every now and then, he's got a big, thick cartoon uh, German accent. Uh And uh, that's not him narrating that. Uh, He possibly narrated the German edition, but it's a different dude altogether doing that. Uh, the American one. Unless he's a brilliant voice actor. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, there's a lot of other stuff coming out at that time, and a lot of it was actually played on television when we were growing up. Like, uh... Dude, it's the weirdest thing, like, uh... What was it, Secrets of the Bermuda Triangle? Uh, came mm-hmm. on Cinemax at night. At times, um, I don't know that I ever saw that one. It's it, there's another one I think called Mysteries of the Bermuda Triangle, and it's a price narrated. Uh, they're both pretty good. You can find torrents. That's really the only way to get them at this point is through uh, mm-hmm. torrenting them. Just because I'm out, if they ever put a lot of these out on DVD, I'd snag them in a heartbeat. But uh, right. they just don't do it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, um, I don't know. A lot of those I kind of grew up with. You know, finding the old VHS tapes, uh, you know, at uh, Walmart, you know, when it was that small Walmart over there in uh, oh, yeah. Pearl. Oh, yeah. Sour Fred's. Um, <laughs> I got some part of the great, the great Walmart migration. Where Dude, all over the country it just like left like vacant ass stores for years and years. Well what was so funny about that one and I would distinctly remember it is they had that Walmart and then they built on the other side of the fucking parking lot of that same Walmart a bigger store. And then within yeah. just a few years they moved just down the road and built that super Walmart. So they left two right. massive vacant buildings. Uh, well, that I mean, that happened all over the country, man. Yeah, oh, like they did I'm, the exact I'm, same thing. That's just funny that they did it like that. What's interesting is if you go to Brookhaven, you will go to a Walmart that has been like that since the '80s. It's really interesting. It looks just like the Walmart that they're walking in and uh, Christmas vacation. <laughs> um, that is small too. But, uh, yeah, I don't know that I've seen a small one in a long time, or I haven't been in one. No, I mean if you if you ever have the misfortune of being at Brookhaven, check that one out. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, a lot of those things were on VHS, and you know you could rent them as well. But there were so many like Sun Classics pictures. Release Bigfoot and Loch Ness shit, you know, they ran into yeah. UFO stuff and, uh, you know, stuff about psychic phenomena, uh, Atlantis, just all sorts of stuff. It's, it's shit that I love. It's funny that I yeah. love all that stuff, yet I cannot stand ancient aliens. You can't stand it? Oh, shit, man, I like a lot of that. They, I just can't get into it. Because I want to punch it, a lot of those people in the face. 
Do you like the guy with the real high hair and the big forehead? Uh, he is. He's the only person I actually like at a wall on there because he looks like a fucking. fucking. Like, he looks like somebody from Rugrats. <laughs> he definitely looks like a cartoon character. Yeah, he I've does. seen lots of memes. Like it's like oh, about God. smoking weed or something, and it's a picture of uh, him talking about like something crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's the other dudes who look like pretentious nerds who think that uh, yeah. they know everything, even though they like half the shit that they spout out makes no sense. Like, Ancient Aliens should not be a series because it's not enough material to make that into a fucking series. When you were talking about the founding fathers having anything to do with aliens, you're really scraping the bottom of the fucking barrel. And that was like. Episode one, season two. Dude, exactly. Exactly. You hit the nail on the fucking head, because I remember that. <laughs> uh, the the first season I thought was solid. It does get pretty shitty after that. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's something that never should be an ongoing series. I they agree. do bring up some interesting ideas. They do. But, you know, when you try to build any credibility towards your outrageous, admittedly outrageous claims, you don't need to be doing that shit. You don't need to say that George Washington was going to have, like, midnight strolls with fucking greys. Midnight yeah. midnight orgies. Yeah, orgies with huge... Yeah, they were shunting each other. <laughs> oh, shit. You're never going to let that one down, are you? No. No, that that image, that whole fucking thing and the music and shit just got stuck with me. And that dude from Baywatch. Oh, come on, Dale. You never forget your first shot. <laughs> God damn, dude. <sighs> um, but no, um, in the 80s, you had, of course, In Search of Ends in 82... I'm not sure the dates, but Ripley's Believe It or Not had a show in the 80s as well, hosted by Jack Palance. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, that's why the Dean Cain shit, I could care less about, or couldn't care less about. None of that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not into any of that. The Jack Palance stuff is where it's at, because that motherfucker was creepy as shit. Uh, he, is, he is. He's creepy in everything he does, even when he's not supposed to be. I know. And it's awesome because he was in a spaghetti western where he plays like a uh, 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 a flaming homosexual gunfighter, which is just it's, the, the whole context of that is funny shit to me. Like did he tear, did he sniff any rats in that one? Uh, he didn't. He sniffed a bunch of assholes though. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, now we're uh, speaking my language. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's just he's just curing his beef jerky and his butt cheeks. <laughs> but uh, no, man, I love Jack Palance, and he made that show. It it had that uh, odd feeling of you know early '80s television, kind of that dark, yeah. claustrophobic feel. Uh, not amateur, but not not polished. Uh, but one of them that really stuck with me that I saw as a kid, and it's probably my favorite, is uh, Arthur C. Clarke's Mysterious World. 
Oh, that was uh, a great one, yeah. That actually premiered right around the time you and I were born. I've got the British uh, DVD set and gets the dates for it. And it's interesting because uh, the dinosaurs episode was right around the time I was born. But it started around the time you were, since so about a month ahead. Yeah. Uh, it, that was 1980, and it, it showed several times over on our PBS, I think. And my dad recorded several of them. Uh, it's only 10 episodes, but they're excellent. And they approach the subjects without any weird fanaticism and, you know, uh, uh, pseudo-intellectuals on there. It's just hard to see Clark, you know, looking at some things. He's like, this is actually very interesting. There are other things he's yeah. like, I don't, I don't really, there's really not enough evidence for this. You know, but he tried yeah. to keep an open mind. Um, and the cool thing is, though, not until a few years ago, I didn't know that he also made two other series uh, after that. Uh, one was 1985 called uh, Lord of Strange Powers. That one's a little different in that it's really more about like uh, poltergeist, ghost, and psychic phenomena. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's an interesting, like, it had the same feel of Mysterious World. So it's an interesting addition to it. The third one is uh, Mysterious Universe. That was back in 1994. But that's something I, I don't think I ever watched that one. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I, I ever watched either, either of the second ones. I don't recall either one of those. You know, uh, World of Strange Powers used the uh, Crystal Skull again. Uh, and the same music, I believe. Mm. Uh, Series Universe was a different thing. It ran longer as well. But, uh, uh, what about you? I mean, you, you have any, any memories? Of? Um, well, I wanted to ask you, have you ever seen the show called Ghost Watch? It's a UK show. It was in 92. It's on, uh, I found it somewhere online to watch a few years ago. It's uh, it's not real. It's it's fake, but it's it's like a mockumentary style, and yeah. uh, it aired, and people didn't know that it that it wasn't real. And I think they're uh, all these people go in this like haunted house, and they're they're doing like a, you know, one of those type shows. You know what you think, but and then like a bunch of them start dying, and it shows them getting killed and stuff. And it was like an outroar over in the UK. They all thought it was real. Well, that's interesting. You, you would probably really enjoy it, man. It's a lot of fun. Like it's, I mean, it's uh, just just fun to watch. It's not very long. It's maybe an hour or two total. Is it on YouTube? Probably. It's it's somewhere online. You'd be able to find it pretty easily. Because I don't think it's ever been like properly released. Probably not, man. That's the thing about a lot of them. Uh. It's it's hard to find good legitimate releases. Uh, anybody who might be listening by any chance, they might be interested. The Arthur C. Clarke shows, all three of them are collected in a set uh, from BEI. I'm not really familiar with that company, but uh, yeah, I think I got it for $20 for all three. Oh, wow. Uh, 
So it's it's well worth getting. It's really cool just to pop in and let it go. Now, no subtitles or anything. I didn't expect that. But uh, it's, So you've it's, seen Mysterious Universe and all? Uh, I've seen uh, all of Mysterious World of World of Strange Powers. Mysterious Universe okay. has a different feel to it. I've seen some of them. But Mysterious Universe feels more like, uh, uh, since it's the mid-90s, it feels more like, you know, sightings. If we watch that, it just has more oh, like does it? Yeah. the 90s feel to it. Not the old 80s uh, thing. Yeah, we'll get to sightings, I'm sure. Um, yeah. I was saying, uh, we'll get to sightings at some point <laughs> in the no, no, no. very near future. No, I... Uh, I'm just thinking about uh, when we were kids, when we, you know, read uh, well, Legend of Boggy Creek. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, that, that scared me as a kid. Because it's me. You know, it, it's presented as fact. As a kid, right. I don't know any better. Yeah. Uh, that's the kind of shit. It's one of those that just kind of, it just kind of leaves you with your, you know, scratching your head. Yeah. It's a weird flick, man. It really is, and that's why I like it, I think. Because it, yeah. it has, it just, it, it's unhinged, almost, and it leaves you feeling that. That fucking uh, Travis Crabtree song in it is, uh, it's way too catchy, and way too right back. <laughs> I think you can find that on YouTube. I know part two is on there because I've I've watched some of it recently. You know what's really really weird about Boggy Creek is you have Boggy Creek two and Return to Boggy Creek. Right. One of those is a legitimate sequel made by Charles Pierce to do the first one. The other one mm-hmm. is not. Which one is the legitimate one? I'm trying to think. Uh, one of them has that Bigfoot saving kids in a fucking swamp in an old abandoned boat or some dog shit like that. That's the one that's uh-huh. not legitimate. Uh, the one where they're like in an RV hunting the Sasquatch or Skunk Ape or whatever they call it. Uh, that's a legitimate one. Charles Pierce is in it. He did not want to do it. But uh, I'm not sure why he did it. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Uh, he also did. Uh, he also did the town of Dreaded Sundown. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I think those are his only two big hits or decent hits. Are those both uh, made for TV movies? No, 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 no. I don't. Uh, uh, Legend of Boggy Creek came out in theaters and it did well. Did it? Okay. Uh, you can find posters for it. Uh, Town of the Dreaded Sundown is the same way, because when I worked at Michael's, a uh, gentleman brought in one of those insert posters, you know, the 14 by 36 size posters of that. Uh-huh. Okay. That was really cool. They brought that in. For some reason, I was thinking that was a uh, made-for-television movie. I'm thinking of um, something else. Mm-hmm. Not, the, uh, not the Scarecrow, I think, is what I'm thinking of. 
That is made for TV. The one with uh, yeah. Charles Durning. <laughs> yeah. With uh, fucking Dr. Giggles in it. Oh, that's right. It was him. Wasn't that? Oh, yeah. I can't think of his name right off. But yeah. <laughs> that's his name. Dr. Giggles. Yeah. Um, fuck. But, uh, we, we can always mention, you know, Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, Was man. around this time. That's one that I wish, uh, had a better release. Yeah. Um, now, a lot of it's out of print. And, uh, it's expensive. But, Man, that's a show that it just it really didn't hold up, man. For me, it it's extremely boring now. But if you were alive during that period of time, you watched Unsolved Mysteries, you know? Oh, dude, everybody uh, did. Oh, John Wayne Gacy did. He loved that. Did he? Oh, okay. Uh, you can see he. He would always send out these questionnaires to people who wanted to talk to him uh, about, you know, stuff they liked, and he would do the same for them. And uh, he, he wrote down on Saul Mysteries as one of his... I think Mama's Family was another movie, uh, TV show he liked. That's great. Uh, Got entirely too much in common with John Wayne Gacy. I thought the same thing when I was reading it. You know, except for mm-hmm. raping and killing young men. Right. Part. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my crawl space is, is kind of dirty, but there's no <laughs> there's no teen boys in it yet. Yes. Yep. You check out Jared Vogel's. Uh, Jared's got bodies all under his crawl space, wrapped in those subway wrappers they put around their sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the plot holes are just blown out. I don't know, man. I've always kind of had the persona to where uh, if some shit went down, they would immediately point fingers at me. So I, I, I couldn't pull off the John Wayne Gacy. He was like a fucking politician and all that. Oh, dude. Like, that, that dude over there listens to the metal music. That was him that did it. Yeah, yeah, they just immediately get you. Even though Gacy smells like, you know, you know, <laughs> The king flesh. It's yeah, like gay sex like and lime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little laughing about this. <laughs> well, what are you gonna do? Uh, uh, gay sex and lime. I just get some confused. It's just That'd be a, a good band name. I won't spell like butthole. <laughs> Uh, Let me tell you a funny story. Um, I forget the uh, the comedian's name. I forget his name. Uh, Joey Diaz, I think it is. <clears throat> he uh, he was telling a story on a, a podcast about how he uh, you know he's a real bad drug addict, and uh, he was trying to pass his his drug test for probation or parole, whatever it was. And uh, he had you know been doing coke or whatever in the world he'd been doing. And he took a bunch of, you know, uh, chlorine for a, uh, you know, that you put, like, in a pool. Oh, Like Jesus. a swimming pool. Yeah. And he just, like, rubbed it all over his dick. And it, like, got all up in his foreskin and shit. 
and it like burned off a lot of his foreskin on his dick. And I think he still failed the drug test. Like, what the fuck, man? Oh. That shit's hardcore, man. I remember, like, my dad used to put that shit in our pool. Oh, that dude, shit, I wouldn't yeah. Fucking, I wouldn't touch that shit with my fucking hand, much less my dick. Dude, it was, uh, you know, we had that pool, too, and Mom was, uh, I was out there in the backyard with her, too. I don't know, she wasn't thinking. She opened the bucket for that while she was leaning over yeah. on it, and... Why she wasn't hailing, and I, God, that's that scared oh, the shit out of me, because I was worried about her. She was just screaming because yeah. she burned. So, you know, we had to get her and, you know, take the water hose all over her face just to get all that out. Everything. She was fine, but dude, you don't fuck with chlorine. There's a reason they use it in World War One. Yeah. <laughs> just imagine getting that shit in your fucking urethra. Oh, man, I'm imagining it right now. I'm going to break out a fresh pack of tube socks. <laughs> oh, man, we need to fucking... We got we got running themes in our in our shows. <laughs> uh, yeah, just hashtags. Hashtag tube, tube socks. socks. But, uh, like when I'm done with yeah, it, man. I just water up and throw it up against the wall, and it sticks. <laughs> and it shatters. But it crawls down the wall, just like those gooey uh, critters or whatever uh, you should be able to get. <laughs> fucking spiders. Uh, uh, now, I mean, now everything's salt water, which, uh, shit, we're planning on having a pool here. At some at some point, and uh, that salt water, man, it's so much cheaper and so much easier to do. Like I don't really know anything about it, but you know, you just put the salt in there, and you don't need to worry about chlorine and all that shit. Well, that sounds awesome. Yeah. And you start to know that that chlorine's a pain in the ass, and it burns your eyes, and it fucking it's expensive. Dude, I remember as a kid, uh, my grandfather's cousin just down the road in Yazoo uh, had a pool. Mm -hmm. It was just a concrete pool. It was a pretty good size. Yeah. Uh, but behind that was one of those catfish ponds where they raised those farm-raised catfish. Oh, yeah. And uh, he would always get turtles in there. I mean, he'd just crawl right in that pool. Yeah. Uh, big turtles. And uh, I don't know that he ever got an alligator in there, but he probably did. It's snakes and shit. Yeah. Oh, snakes, Dude, yeah. he put so much chlorine in there, it would burn the fuck out of my eyes. My eyes would be burning for, like, two days after that, just red and shit. Because he was like, fuck it. He was like, okay, the directions say, you know, put, like, half a bucket in here. He put five. You know, he wasn't yeah. fucking around. I mean, anything that got in there would be mummified or calcified. <laughs> You know, it was, he wanted to kill the shit out of anything. Granted, he did. Well, none of us ever got sick in there, but you did not want to open your eyes in that water. Yeah. Uh, it was, that's why when, you know, my parents had that pool built at our house, uh, I was actually pleasantly surprised to find out that 
spies didn't burn quite like that. They did if I kept doing it. Yeah. But it wasn't like yeah. that, you know. Yeah. Um well, dude, I remember my dad. Uh, like he wouldn't, he wouldn't fuck with it in the winter time. It would just go green, you know, and be nasty. <laughs> yeah. And uh, as you know, you weren't swimming in it anyway. Uh, so I, you know, we were right there by the uh, the reservoir, and we'd catch like huge bass and catfish and shit, and we'd put them in there. <laughs> and they'd fucking live, man. We had a bunch of fish in there one time, and they were they were swimming all around and. He didn't know till he put that chlorine in there. Oh. And then they, you know, then they showed themselves. Oh, man. I, I remember us getting in there. Like in, it was your birthday, wasn't it? So that would have been yeah. uh, in October. October. And yeah. It was already cold as shit. It was yeah. jumped in there. Oh, God. Uh, that was a bad idea. Yeah, it was. Because the water, like, was probably in the 40s. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Uh, Jesus. It got cold pretty early that year, though. Cause now, it did, yeah. Uh, it was, uh, was going to say it was, like, unseasonably uh, cold. Yeah. Because, see, like, now I'm actually going to Destin with my family uh, October... During fall break for me, October twenty second through twenty fifth, and uh, oh, cool. normally I, you know, like at that time that would not be a good idea. But now, why not? <laughs> yeah, you know the water, the gulp is going to maintain that heat, uh, you know, for a little while. So I'm not worried about it. Watch me it's... say this, and then it starts snowing tomorrow. <laughs> It surprised me at how cold it's gotten lately, like just in the past week, man. It's 61 outside right now. It feels so I good. Know. I know. It felt good today. Uh, good breeze going. It was, that's so weird. It was hot as shit and then it cooled off. Like uh, a week ago, it was like 100 and something, you know? The heat index was 114 like two or three weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of our hottest days, at least here on, on record. Yeah. For that, you know, for that time of the year. Um, but, uh, shit, what were we so talking you, about? What? Unsolved Mysteries? Oh, yeah, yeah, man. I, I've watched that show religiously for quite a while. Oh, yeah. Uh, it scared the fuck out of me, especially the alien shit. But the alligator yeah. incident uh, bugged me as a kid. I always had a fear of alien abduction. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, and I, I would just, like, leave my room. I, I had this weird thought that the aliens levitated, and they needed a flat surface to levitate. And my mom would tell me, clean your room, clean your room. I put shit all over my floor and everything, so they that would not have that flat surface to levitate. To me to get in my butthole. That was my rationale behind that. Now I remember, uh, you remember my grandparents' place at the Nia Zoo? Right on the edge of no. the Delta? Like literally on the edge of the Delta. Um, but uh, now my grandfather's room 
was in the back, and he had his TV back there, because he was always watching sports and westerns up front. So I'd go into his room and watch stuff. All right, but I didn't want to watch what he was watching. But right next yeah. to that was a window, and back in there was uh, Panther Swamp and all that shit back in there. It, again, I was young. I, I thought the Yezu monster was a real thing back there. <laughs> uh, of course, I'd heard about the Yezu witch and all that, but I was watching Unsolved Mysteries. The sun was going down, and it scared the shit out of me then, but I miss it now. Uh, yeah. And they were talking about Bigfoot in a swamp, fucking around and shit. And, uh, I, and that creeped me out, because then the sun went down, I was like, well, fuck. <laughs> I should yeah. have been watching. Well, it was dark out there, too. It gets so dark. Uh... <clears throat> And like I said, now I miss it. But I think yeah. I miss it because of the haunting feeling and the fact that it did used to scare me. You know. Um, I don't know, man. Places like that, they just they just feel... You, you, I mean, you could feel the history almost, you know? You, yeah. I mean, you could feel the... I don't know what you call it. You know, just the... You know, the, the, the energy... From you know just stuff that has happened there in the past. Yeah, it's just really oh, weird. Yeah. You know, I get that. I get that feeling a lot. You know, walking around a lot of places. Yeah. Um. But uh, I don't know. It was a lot of that. I still have dreams of that house. You know, uh, I just miss it. You know something you may enjoy um there's this uh sex toy that simulates an alien egg being inserted into your asshole <laughs> oh man if you've ever had a fantasy about being probed you can get those and uh apparently they're also fun for parties you can make uh jello shots uh eggs and just like ejaculate and run into your mouth uh, pro parties. Uh, okay. That 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 may have been more disturbing than the other shit. The the seeing them put it in their mouth, like it's them jacking it off, is the problem. Like I don't I don't get it. I don't fucking get it at all. Uh, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna somehow get a lot of money, and I'm gonna buy that <laughs> house. Yeah, yeah, we both laugh at that part. But anyway, I'm no, back that house. Again. I know where you're going. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm going to, you know how in the Pink Panther, uh, Inspector Clouseau always had Kato to attack him <laughs> when he wasn't expecting it? I'm right. going to pay somebody to dress up as an alien with that fucking over-depositor thing to attack me at night when I'm least expecting it. <laughs> and, 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 and it probably made me with these fucking jello ball shots or whatever the fuck they are. But they're they're just filled with AIDS though. AIDS, yeah, just nothing but AIDS. <laughs> You're impregnated with AIDS. <laughs> yeah, it's like and he talks like, like an old He head. talks like Alfred. Yeah. Yeah. He talks like Alfred from uh like uh Oh, what's his name? Fucking uh you know, the old bastard that plays Alfred? The old, old bastard? Uh, Which one? That old bastard that was in uh, Jaws of Revenge. Oh, uh, Michael Caine? Michael Caine, yeah, I knew it was okay. Michael Robin. 
Uh, it talks in a thick Irish accent, Irish Southern. Uh-huh. He's calling me boyo while he's shoving it in my butthole. <laughs> oh, boyo. That's right. That's right, Master. Master now, I wake, Wayne. I wake up feeling of of uh a butt sex a Guinness. I smell like that. No, better yet, it, it would be Jeffrey from uh Fresh Prince. <laughs> okay, I'll 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 go with Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn. All right. Uh, I could see where these podcasts are going, slowly mutating into just perversion on a grand scale. Nothing to do uh, with let's, movies. Let's be honest. They they weren't really ever more than that from the beginning. So. <laughs> But, uh, well, let's see. I mean, of course, sightings. We can go directly into sightings from that. The 90s. I mean, sightings is... That's really where I, you know, found my love for these shows. Oh, dude. Fridays were so awesome. Uh Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was that, and wouldn't it, like, segue into X-Files? Eventually, I think sightings may have been first. That, I, I know it wrong, was. But well, I, I mean, like uh, regarding the lineup of Fridays, it was like uh, it was like sightings, and then uh, Mantis, <laughs> and then <laughs> two episodes that kept showing in a loop for like three years. <laughs> yeah. It was Fox was having a tough time there before X Files came on. They had some fucking stinkers, man. Uh, I, I still watched yeah. them. I still watched them. God, I remember that reboot of uh, Night Rider. I think it was. It was like oh shit, yeah. dude. I remember that Gen uh, X. That X Men thing they did with all those teenagers, and all of them had like like one of them had the power of expanding foreskin, and uh, <laughs> uh, the other one can summon boners or something like that. It was, it, it was awful, and then they made that uh, that Nick Fury thing with David Hasselhoff. Uh, Are you being serious? Stuff. Yes. No, I mean, like, you mean a, a real show that was based on the X-Men? Yeah, yeah, it was that, uh, was it Generation X or Gen X or something like that? I can't remember what it was, but it was like, uh, it was another, like, a younger mutant. I don't know that the classic X-Men ever made a uh, appearance. I don't think they did. I remember that because I watched some of it, and it sucked balls. Not, I mean, oh, fuck, man. There was a show that ran a few years. Um, was it called Mutant? Uh, Mutant X. That's what it was called. That's a different thing. 
I know what you're talking about. Okay. I actually like Mutant X. Um, I, I'm not sure what, what was called, Gen X? Something like that. X was in the title. It was a comic. Generation. Generation X. Yeah, here That's we go. Right. Yep, you nailed it, man. Generation X. I don't even remember that. February 20th, 1996. 96? Uh, that sounds right. That sounds right. Was this based on the, the comic? I think so. So it it was, it was pretty bad, I imagine. Yes. What I saw was bad. I'm going to post this on the Facebook page and the Twitter if anybody's interested. Oh, like okay. the one person that would actually listen to our <laughs> podcast. Um, dude, I don't even remember that, but I'm going to watch it. I'll watch it right now. I'm going for it. Um, yeah, I can't oh, shit, man, this is, a, uh, this is a movie. I'm, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. This no, is a fine. movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was like a Maple TV movie. Damn. That sucks a dick, huh? Looks pretty crappy already. I'm like three seconds in. <laughs> uh, I mean, I see lots of fucking uh, flannel and oh, yeah. uh, lots of Nirvana t-shirts, lots of double earrings. Uh, I love seeing a picture of a shirt that's had uh, Hanson on it. It's in Nirvana under it. That was hilarious. That's a shirt I would wear. I like to see kids now that are like fucking 12 years old wearing Nirvana shirts like let me tell you man let me go ahead and get into something real quick real quick and then I'll let you go ahead with with uh, with sightings I'm a member of a bunch of uh, face, uh, VHS groups on Facebook Yeah, people like trade VHS and shit like that trade and sell and uh, it's all these fucking hipsters, these little dumbass fucking hipsters that are like 20 years old now. Like, and you know, they think they know what's up. It's like, dude, you weren't born when VHS, like, was not being made anymore, you know? Yeah. And uh, I don't know, they just really pissed me off with their little fucking snarky bullshit. They just, like, there are these people that are collectors, you know? You know the type. Like, mm -hmm. they want to take because it's rare and because it's collectible and because it's worth a lot of money. That's the only reason they want it. I don't give a fuck about that. I never have. I want shit that I like that, you know, like the VHS I want now or, like, shit I like when I was a kid. You know, it's all I care about. I don't care about what it's worth or anything. Yeah. I don't care about, you know, like, like DVDs and shit, you know, Blu-rays. I don't ever care about that shit. I want the special features. I want the movie in good quality. That's all I want. I don't care about the collectability of it. Like, I am a collector, but I don't care about that side of it. It just really pisses me off, man. It's like they don't even care about the movies they're buying. Like, they don't care about watching this stuff. Well, it's, it's like anyway, you said, there's <laughs> also that ironic aspect. That's what it is. Stuff. Um it's ironic. It's, it's uh, fucking bullshit. It's just that hipster bullshit, man. It's, 
I don't know. I, I stated it, I think, in the last podcast. There are people who really do care about stuff that came before them. Like, I'm a huge advocate of stuff. Sure. Uh, it was, what, what was interesting is, on, you know, who uh, Costello's youngest daughter is on Facebook. And uh, she's very interactive with fans of her father's on there. She's That's really cool. cool. Uh, she was really young when he died. But uh, she, uh, there was an older man who grew up watching Abbott and Costello berating a younger fan who was genuinely a, a, uh, genuinely a fan. Uh, yeah. And berating him because he was like, you, you weren't there and all this shit. Even though that's that that kind of stuff transcends its all time. That's what the yeah. good stuff does. That's why Marx Brothers had a huge revival in the seventies and so on and so forth. But yeah, that's different. When somebody sits there and attacks younger fans just for being younger, it's one thing. But the younger fans are being just little assholes. And and uh, like you said, the the ironic part of it and think they know a lot of shit. Then uh it's a different thing. You need to show respect for those who were there at that time. Uh, or, I mean, I don't know, and show respect for the older fandom. Uh, exactly. It, it's a lot of mutual respect that needs to go on with that. I, I get what you're saying. I mean, you walk into a hot topic, and, uh, which yeah. is your first mistake right there. But... <laughs> uh, <laughs> You, you walk, walk into, into that. I walk into a hot topic, and you know I'm fully erect. Yeah, I don't know what's yeah. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> uh, but um, I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, you're right. <laughs> hmm? No, go ahead. I'm just saying. It, I'm, like you said, a lot of Nirvana shit, uh, Nine Inch Nails, and all that crap. Like red, well, I don't even see Red Hot Chili Pepper stuff really, but. Uh, stuff like that, that it's just, you know, I don't know. They think it's cool to like it. They don't necessarily like it. Well, yeah, I'm not I'm not the kind of guy that's going to, you know, hate on somebody for liking something at all. I, I don't like that it's it's fake. And it's like, I mean, you see a lot of kids with, like, misfit shirts on and uh, Iron Maiden shirts, shit like yeah. that. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's, it's like I mean, I like both those bands, but I'm not gonna wear the shirts because it's it's like played out now. You know, it's it's like I don't know. I mean, I don't really care. But you know, as far as this other stuff goes, like you know, if you're only collecting it just for the sake of you to tell somebody else what you have, you know, that's all it is. Yeah. These fucking little children, they fucking like just all they do is they post pictures of their collection. And whenever you post anything on there, like they're like, oh, that's that's stupid, you know, or or whatever, you know, some dumb hipster bullshit comment on it. It's just like, I mean, fuck off, chill out, you know, like take a fucking Xanax, whatever needs to happen, but quit being so high strung, and you know, everybody's trying to have a good time on here. I mean, yeah. I don't, I just don't get it. It's just they. They think they're better than everyone else just because, you know, they've got, you know, a VHS tape of the fucking, you know, dumb shit-ass movie that nobody cares about that's worth, you know, $1,000 or whatever. Um, 
the next time you come over, I, I want you to look through some of these VHS tapes. I have the stuff I picked up from home video when they were closing. Oh, cool. I didn't know you had Parasite. Yeah, yeah, I got the case of Parasite uh, and the tape. Um, oh, that's cool. You know, just random stuff like that. Uh, I mean, I'm just basically just picking up picking up stuff that's not out on DVD and stuff that I liked when I was a kid. That's basically all I'm I'm getting now. Oh, man. See, when all those VHS stores were closing down, I kind of wish I'd put through uh, and uh, picked up the ones with the most, uh, I guess, uh, vibrant co- uh, covers. You know, the covers that we saw yeah. all the time as a kid. Because, uh, man, you could have gotten them cheap as shit 15 years ago. There's a book out of all the, the cool VHS art, VHS cover art. Yeah. You see, I had it in my Amazon deal. It's on Amazon for... It's, that it's called... For VHS, uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, British VHS covers. Uh, let's see... I don't think so. I think it's for 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 everybody. I think it's all of them. Okay, there's one so, that I don't th- was just British stuff, and I just want to make sure. Yeah, I mean, you could be right. This one's on. new, though. This one just came out in May. Okay, I think that must be new then. And this is a hardcover for twenty five bucks, but yeah, I mean, I know that's high priced, and I, I may get it for Christmas or something. But uh, it's got everything, man. It looks so cool. Like, you know, uh, high-quality pictures. I just, I really miss that, that, that great uh, art, the artwork, you know? Um, yeah. This, this trend of the, the, you know, the Photoshopping covers, man, it's just, it makes me sick. It, I'm like you, like, uh... It, it's the artwork. I, I appreciate the craft of good art. Uh, yeah, exactly. On some of these covers. And, and to be fair, plenty of VHS cover art was pretty shitty as well. Uh, obviously, the companies were not willing to pay the prices for a good artist, or they just didn't pay an artist well enough to do really good uh, cover art. But... Now it just doesn't happen. You just don't see any of that anymore. They just want to pop faces of the main stars on there. Yeah, exactly. And put crotch bulges and titties, and that's it. Yeah, that's right. They fucking perk up the tits and you know perk up the fucking cod pieces and I don't know. It's you know it's unfortunate because those those artists aren't aren't working anymore too. And, you know, some fucking, you know, 12-year-old in, in Taiwan is, you know, uh, photoshopping these things for $3 an hour. Yeah. There's no soul in any of that stuff exactly. anymore. That's why. That's a great way to describe it. Don't do that. Well, that is it. Yeah. It's just devoid of it. it. It's really interesting. Somebody put up an interesting article comparing old Time magazine covers to shit today. Like, I guess really? when it came out a couple months ago, it just had this 
fucking asshole on the beach with uh, a thing on his face for virtual reality. It's just a shit-ass picture put on there. <laughs> and he's just like, he's leaning back laughing and shit. It looks like ass. It looks like complete shit. It's a terrible fucking cover for a this supposed to be a time magazine. magazine. Yeah. And uh, the older covers had, you know, good art, just interesting stuff. Oh, man. You know, to catch your eyes. So many of those time covers were are so iconic, you know. Exactly. So what the fuck happened? You you're talking about virtual reality. You could make a cool fucking cover for that, you know. And dude, dude, I remember there. like the. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that people will buy it just for that cover if it's good enough. Yeah. I was gonna say I remember the cover of my boy's life being fucking awesome. You know, yeah. Like my boy's life, fucking Boy Scouts magazine. Like I remember, there was one about drugs. You know, about saying no to drugs or whatever. And I, this kid was like laying on this like pile of like just needles and shit. And it was just all this like intricate shit everywhere. I know it sounds real dumb, but it was it was cool. And I like I just like artwork. You know, I like. And it's you know it's something you can't do. You know, you need to put pen on paper. You know. It doesn't need to be in, you know, computer doesn't need to be involved other than scanning it in or whatever. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, but the thing is, man, computers can be utilized in a decent way. They just don't do it. Uh, sure, sure. And it's bread laziness. One thing I have noticed that I do like is, at least with the horror and sci-fi magazines out now, some of them are... Doing pretty well with really good artwork. Really, like famous monsters, horror house. Yeah, you know, stuff oh, like yeah. that. Uh, See, but those those folks are fans of this shit, so they're they're exactly. hiring good artists to do good artwork. Yeah, well, dude, and not even that. They're, they're fans who do good artwork and put them on there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, what, uh, there's another magazine that doesn't come out regularly. Uh, it's called Little Shop of Horrors. And it's uh, about oh, really? British movies. I hammer mostly, but uh, what's really cool is Bruce Tim from the Batman animated series does a lot of stuff for them because he loves Hammer, and it's really fuck. He just loves it, so I doubt he he's getting really any money for it. He just loves doing that. You can if right. you love what you're doing, or actually care about it, or at least have. You know, enough professional uh, ability to do it, it shows. You know, yeah. the love of what you're doing actually goes into that that work that you're doing. So anybody else who sees it will will see that. They may not really like it, but they know that you cared. You know, mm. because it's there. You literally bear your soul, even though it might be some little shitty cover or whatever. It is a part of you. Uh, mm -hmm. the artist. Um, and that's what's missing. You know, even with modern art, these people getting a butt ton of money for for certain things. Uh, it, for I, like, I just jizzing on a canvas? <laughs> wow, there was somebody for... who drew a huge, like, blue block. Under that, blue, like, a red, uh, rec not red, but yellow rectangle. Uh, and the background's like black or something, and it's on this big canvas. That's all it is. It sold for like $4 million. 
Yeah. I mean, uh, that sucks. I mean, I'm a big fan of abstract art because that's all I can do because I'm not very talented. But, uh, well, yeah. I mean, I just like it, you know. I, I really like abstract myself. I'm a huge fan of realism and abstract. Abstract is a different way of, of doing that. Mm-hmm. Some subjects don't need realism. You can't convey, you know, what you want to with realism on everything. You just can't do it. If you go with abstract, like like uh, Picasso's Guernica, dude, if he had done mm-hmm. that in total realism, he would not have had near the impact as it does. With it being right. as abstract as it is. Uh, so well now, uh, with, like uh, legitimate art now is is like you need some sort of a, you know a uh, a style or a you know a medium some something you do that's different. Like you know you see all the street art with Banksy and shit like that, and you see the the uh, like. The woman doing the art with her menstruation, you know? She puts her fucking period blood all over a canvas. And that shit sells for millions of dollars, you know? It's it's like, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's not a whole lot different than it was, you know, with Andy Warhol, you know, but I don't know. Yeah, it's very few of Warhol's works that I actually like. Oh, me too. Uh, he was a hack. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was just... He was a personality more than he was an artist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but that's exactly like the way people are now, you know. You know, that's lovely. that's what sells. It's yeah, it's a it's a shame. I mean, it's a shame that I can buy a canvas and uh, you know just just spray blood out of my butthole all over that canvas. You know, have spark blood everywhere. Uh, and probably make more money on that than if I sat down and really tried to do a really good picture. Well, just think, like, if I was a serial killer and I made a new painting with the blood of every victim I had and then I got arrested, you know, those paintings would be worth millions of dollars, you know? Yeah. Dude, John Wayne Gacy's shitty paintings are worth quite a bit. No, oh, so is... uh. Um, Charles Manson stuff. Uh, I remember when eBay still sold Gacy's stuff. Uh, really? Years back, yeah. Wow. Um, it was interesting. Yeah. You can look him up and see his stuff on that. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I don't have any of it. I never want any of that shit anywhere near me. Damn it! Oh, oh, my tube socks. Oh. <laughs> well, did you want to go pick up on the sidings anymore? Or? <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to remember how long that uh, that show lasted. I loved it. You know, shit. You know, you come over and spend the night would watch that that stuff sometimes. Uh, yeah, Sidings was really good, man. I liked it a lot. It, uh, let's see, 90, I'm trying to see the runtime. Looks like, uh, 91 through, 
96 or so. Yeah, it was picked up by Sci-Fi Channel in 96, and it was canceled in 97. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> Way to go, yeah. Sci-Fi. Netflix needs to bring back Sci-Fi. <laughs> uh, or sightings, I mean. But, uh, right. No, I'm like that with, uh, you know, once Sci-Fi picked up Mystery Science Theater... It was a completely yeah. different show to me. Uh, they were, you know, they still had some good, bad, Z-grade movies on there, but when you start to put in, like, B, Universal B-movies and ripping those and change the whole format of the show almost, yeah, that's, it just kind of lost me on that. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I never watched it once I went to sci-fi. I didn't care about it anymore. Oh, what sucked is once that happened, Comedy Central could no longer show reruns of the older ones. And Sci-Fi couldn't show any reruns of that either. They could only show reruns (laughs) of their shit. So literally, you had quite a while there where you didn't see any of season one through five and a half. Or, no, no, one through seven. Uh, But uh trying to think of anything else. Uh any other pair Well, I mean stuff. virtually like it, it turned into shit soon after that. Like it was sightings, you know, and then uh I mean, you know, I think I think Unsolved Mysteries was still on when sightings was on for a little while. Unsolved that show ran for a while. Uh, yeah, it, it did. I mean, it, dude, it, it was still going on into the 2000s. Robert Stack died, and then uh, Dennis Farina took over. Oh, that's right. Uh, Spike TV had Unsolved Mysteries, and then Dennis yeah. Farina, for whatever reason, died out of nowhere. Well, Lifetime showed it. The Lifetime took all the cool shit out of it. You know, all they had was, like, you know, unexplained yeah. women getting beaten. You know, it's the same <laughs> shit Lifetime showed all the time. Like, a woman sitting home all day making cupcakes for her husband because she loves her husband. Her husband comes home from his construction job and proceeds to just beat the shit out of her. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. That's like the entire plot of 90% of the show Lifetime. <laughs> and the rest of it is like reruns of The Nanny. <laughs> Golden Girls. Okay. Yeah, and Golden Girls. That just But seriously, I mean it's like you know, it's all about men beating the shit out of women and women like either sit there and take it on you know, and then it ends or they they kill the man or some shit. I don't know. I think every episode ends with them burning their bras. Uh, that's it. That's exactly Exactly. Yep. But it looks like eighty-seven through ninety-seven, it was on NBC. Ninety-seven through ninety-nine, it was on CBS. And then it ran for two years on Lifetime from two thousand one through two thousand two, and then two more years on Spike TV from two thousand eight through two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Good stuff, huh? 
I should have been in wall before that. Uh, well, I know it. I know it. I mean, I'm looking through this shit. It's like nothing. Like, Mysterious uh, Universe was in 95. Uh, Beyond Belief, Fact or Fiction was 97. Which I saw a few episodes of that every once in a while. Um, <laughs> yeah. Did you ever see Crossing Over with John Edward? <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh, did I? Fuck yes, I uh-huh. did. That'd be a good show to go back and watch now. Oh, my God. Dude, we should do a commentary on that. Yeah. Fire up the, the crack pipe. It's like, I've seen any letter in the alphabet. Does that ring a bell? Someone died uh, in yeah. this side <laughs> of the audience. Who died? That's what I love about that episode of Impractical Jokers where they punish Sal with doing that because he keeps asking such specific questions for no reason. <laughs> like, he's like, and he asked a dude, have, you sneezed recently? And the guy's like, no. He's like, have you ever sneezed? The guy's like, no. He's like, you've never sneezed. Later, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he's like, you recently had a child out of wedlock. Like, why yeah. is he so specific with that? But whatever. I guess that's why he's, he's not a psychic reader. He doesn't know how to be vague as hell. Um, yeah, I remember but, that. Yeah, that was rough, man. I, I never liked it or watched it, but I do remember it being pretty popular for a little while. That guy was on a few different shows, I think. And now you've got uh, the Long Island Medium. I don't think I've seen any of that. She's, uh, I don't know, it's this crazy bitch who does the same type of shit. Got a real bad hairdo. Well, now you've got, like, uh, ghost hunters. Ghost yeah, that's adventures. what it all turned into. It's all yeah. fake bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, ancient aliens, uh, squatching. Well, I mean, gone squatching. Super squatch. Super squatch. I love that Deep South Paranormal. I watched one episode of that. Jesus. Uh, that's Extreme ghost stories, ghost stories, ghost trackers, haunted homes, haunted lighthouses of America, haunted evidence, unexplained Canada, paranormal state, Monster Quest, Ghost Hunters International, Ghost Adventures, Extreme Paranormal, Mystery Quest. I mean, it's just, the list goes on and on and on. It's just forever. Monster Quest, there's 25 episodes of that on Netflix. That sometimes reminds me of the older shows that we used to watch. Is it, is it all just like talking about John Holmes or... It's, uh, well, they had an episode of Piranhas living in, you know, North America. Uh, oh, yeah. Which was actually kind of interesting, the way they went about it, to to see if they can actually live and breed, you know. Because it's one thing for one to just be able to live and get fat as shit in one, like, pond somewhere. And it's another thing to breed and, like, like, like the snakeheads are doing it the Potomac River. 
Uh, right. So that was kind of interesting. But then they had an episode about giant spiders in South America. Uh-huh. And uh, that was interesting because they had, like, uh, a dude and his daughter driving in a Model T down a dirt road in, like, fucking Costa Rica and a massive, like, five-foot-long tarantula hauls ass out in the middle of the road, stops long enough for them to see it, and then hauls ass away. And they talk about, you know, the natives say dogs are taken by these things. Uh... That's a little harder to, to accept. Than, so know, that was enough to uh, get you off of it? I just, uh, I thought it was funny. I, I'm much more cynical now. Because uh, as a kid, I thought that, I know I would have thought, wow, it's fucking awesome. But <laughs> <laughs> the mechanics involved in a spider being that big are like, are, are well against it. It's, I, I'm just saying, it's different to say a piranha can live in a lake in North America where a piranha is a real creature as opposed to a gigantic fucking spider. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know. This world has had huge insects before. You know, the huge dragonfly. You know, the way yeah, it's all in your but sure. The oxygen content in the air. Exactly. That Isn't that why they've gravity. gotten smaller? Yeah, that's that's why they believe animals as a whole have gotten smaller. That's why the dinosaurs are so big. Uh, just because there was so much more oxygen in the air. Yeah. Uh, the dinosaurs hogged up all the oxygen. They pissed in all the water and it died. They, and just, they just hogged that oxygen out. Well, they haunt it out. <laughs> uh, Do you want me to get uh, you a Gone Squatching hat? Oh, dude. Would you be interested in that? Dude, we should... We need to get shit like that. Gone Squatching shit. I hook as retarded as possible when we go down to Honey Island. That, that fucking Bobo, is that his name? I don't even know I how I know so. that. I think I think that's he's, his name. Bobo Bat. He's like entrenched in our <laughs> Bobo. But that that guy is straight up fucking Asperger's, man. <laughs> that dude is that dude is on the fucking spectrum big time. He's just sitting there with his mouth open, like looking for <laughs> fucking the next meal, man. <clears throat> his brain is geared totally towards catching Sasquatch. He's not doing a very good job of it, apparently. It's like oh. six seasons into that bitch. Seriously, they're like six seasons into that show. Yeah, yeah, that shit's... Uh, uh, that's, that's what's interesting about the state of it. Now they don't even try to make it really like a documentary. It's all sensationalism. It's all watch Bobo act like a dumbass. Uh, yeah, it's awesome when they get rednecks in there. That's why Deep South Paranormal yeah. was so funny. I mean, they got somebody who looks like he just he just uh, came home from four years of fighting in Virginia, and now he's fighting <laughs> against a ghost in his barn. Uh, <laughs> 
it's uh, it's entertaining, yeah. But you know, I, I try to keep an open mind on a lot of things, but they strain the shit out of it. Of course, if you're gonna call somebody Bobo on a show, call like Don Squatching, uh, yeah, yeah, you're. I, I don't know. This is a whole industry off of cryptozoology like that, which doesn't help with anybody who might actually believe it. What's the name of that show, Bigfoot Hunters? I, I don't know. I think there is a show called that. I know there's a show called that. I don't know if it's the right one. There was a great big Bigfoot bounty or some shit a couple years ago with Dean Kane was the host. Spoiler alert, they don't find a fucking Bigfoot. I must have missed that one. Great big, big ass Bigfoot bounty. God. Um... I'm going to search Bigfoot Bobo. <laughs> I just, the first first one down is Idiot. Bobo Bigfoot Idiot. Uh, dude, it was an episode of one of those where they actually had vials of uh, period blood or a woman menstruated in there. They were hanging yeah. up trees to attract Bigfoot. And uh, it didn't work because Bobo kept eating them. What? I'm kidding. I'm kidding, I'm kidding dude. <laughs> they found his next meal. But, uh, Finding Bigfoot. I, no, the, the menstruating vials, the menstruating blood I was serious about. Yeah. I'm not... Uh, there was one episode uh, that I saw a little clip of. It was Bobo was like, he was just making dinner. Like, he was just frying up a bunch of food. He was like, squashes love bacon. And he was like frying it up. And it was just like 30 minutes of him like cooking and eating this food. And that was it. That was the episode. The squash whiff of this bacon. He's gonna come over here. Uh, they 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 need to have like cooking with Bobo or whatever, where it's like him spending an hour trying to cook hamburger helper and failing miserably. At the end, he chimps the fuck out. <laughs> He's like got scalding pasta all over his arms and shit. He doesn't give a fuck. Fuck. That needs to be a shirt. Bobo don't give a fuck. There's a shirt I saw. I think somebody made. Uh, I saw it yesterday or whatever. I thought of you. It had that scene from Predator where uh, Dylan and Dutch, you know, uh, they had their hands they grabbed each other's hands, but they're like posing their hands. Right, 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 right. And she has I love that. It. Yeah. And it just says, uh, Dylan, you son of a bitch. That's all it says under it. Oh, yeah, I know. 
I want that shirt. That's that's awesome. Dylan. Oh man. Stick it around. That uh, dog awesome Steve do. Bennett. They need to do a uh like one of the squat shows where Bobo's going after the predator. <laughs> and and he's 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 like cooking bacon he's like man it, the predators shit their britches over some bacon, and it's true. They like, love what the are bacon. Go nuts. I'm on this. Uh, I'm on Bobo's Facebook page right now. It's making me sick. Uh, I, I I was briefly on the, the Ghost Adventures fan page or whatever. But they kept putting pictures yeah. of Zach Bagan's face and shit everywhere. And I, I just, I had enough. Well, he's that main dude, right? He's the main guy on that show? Yeah, the one who voided the fuck out after the show. Yeah, he's the... the right. He's the dude, bro? Yeah, the dude, bro. That's him. Uh, Zach Baggins? Baggins or Bagans, whatever you want to call it. But I think it is Baggins. I keep calling it Baggins. Dude, Baggins. dude, bro. There's he. Dude, bro. I'm all in the show. Like, he'll go to a room, show no fear. He'll get possessed like eight times by the same spirit. <laughs> and he'll send the Aaron dude, the one with the goatee and shit, down into like a crypt full of bodies and shit. Uh, it keeps sending him into the worst areas. Like the places that, you know, even non-believers will probably be hesitant about going. You know, uh, just because it's creepy. But, uh... uh, uh yeah, That's a fake-ass show right there. Show. Dude, they get possessed and start punching each other out. <laughs> <laughs> like Zach's just Dude, running around calling everybody a faggot he just starts doing that for no reason start punching like kids in the face and it turns Do out you even lift withdrawals from the steroids you even lift ghost <laughs> who the ghost shows up and he's like Popeye he just pops up in a can of HGH and just slams it down <laughs> This dude is cool. Oh, he makes that show. He's not the only one, is he? No, it's three of them. It's him, Nick, and Aaron. They've added a few others uh, to man the station, I guess, while they go get haunted and possessed. Um, but, like, it's funny because I'll be like, this is a cell where this man was raped to death for six hours straight. And they say sometimes you can see red eyes in your butt, puckers, or something. They're like, well, Aaron, get in there. And they lock him in there for, like, 24 hours. <laughs> and he's screaming the whole time. 
I don't know. They had an original show, uh, like a two-hour show, where they went to one of the old mining towns in Nevada or something. And that was that was an interesting show. Uh, but uh, after that, they just—it's it, like I said, the topic of the paranormal and stuff like that. When you make it into a fucking ongoing series. You, you ruin any credibility you hope to achieve. That's not how it works. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever happened to that show, uh, Taps? Oh, no, that, that was uh, Ghost Hunters. Taps was the oh, it was? group on there. Uh, are they not uh, around anymore? I think they are. One of the main guys left. He was like, I'm, I'm getting too old for this shit. I just, just laughed. Oh, you're, that was that Danny Glover? Well, I was, yeah, Danny Glover was in there. Uh, he would just freak out all the time. Um, Fucking Riggs, man. He wigs me out, too. Uh, yeah, that was, that show's been going on forever. That's on Sunfire. They also have Ghost Hunters International. I get them all mixed up, man. It's like 10 of them. Well, Ghost Hunters International is where they take Americans and uh, send them to Dracula's castle. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Lucky them, man. I'd love to do that. Well, yeah, there's... There's an uh, episode of uh, Ghost uh, Adventures at Dracula's Castle. There's two, actually. Those are interesting. Like, like you said, just for the history, I like to see the castle. But I, they oh, had, absolutely. Like, they interviewed a guy there. He's like, yeah, I used to be one of the guards. And one time, I let some Satanists come in and perform a black mass. And yeah. I was like, well, that's good to know. <laughs> they did that. He was yada, yada, yada. My butt hurts. Yeah, my butt hurts. All in Romanian. <laughs> how you say, how you say, rape. <laughs> His eyes get huge when he says it like that. <laughs> you nailed it, dude. You said it. How you say the rape. How you say Anally intruded. For whole pleasures. <clears throat> Tube talk. Oh, man. But, uh, well, I guess we can call it a night, man. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of much more uh, at the moment. I mean, obviously, it's it's all shit now, so... I mean, that, uh, yeah. that, that format doesn't exist anymore. I mean, I think Ancient Aliens or something like that is probably the closest thing we have. It, it is. It is. That's, that's why I actually was looking forward to it at first. At the... Mm. Uh, that first season, like you said, was all right. But then that... After that, when they started talking about, you know, 
like the Bill of Rights was written by, you know, Matt Black <laughs> and shit like that. Well, they were talking about how, like, Washington, D.C. is, oh, like, the whole thing was, like, arranged for UFOs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, what's interesting about it is these people have theories. If you talk to them briefly and just get a glimpse of it, yeah, they're kind of interesting theories. Yeah. Some, of them, yeah. some things out there, but when you let them talk too long, you realize they're fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, that's why I don't care for H aliens because they talk for way too long. Uh, like I, I don't know. Like it's it's just retarded. But there was another one UFO. What did UFO hunters? something like that and have that dude who always wore sunglasses and would never take them off oh the uh, the dude bro the dude bro yeah they're all dude bros <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know man I, I get all that shit mixed up dude, I don't watch I wish, any of it I wish they would populate shows just like they do with Ghost Adventures uh, with dudes in their 30s who hang out at places like Hot Topic and Spencer's gifts all the time. Yep. You know, they like see the penis glasses and they're like, oh dude, that's fucking awesome, bro. And then they bows, <laughs> they just sit their bows at each other for, <laughs> for like 10 minutes until they're kicked out by security with cockroaches. Well, just trying to pick up those young girls. Yep. Well, apparently all you have to uh, do is have $100 and be a spokesman for a sandwich chain and look like a goober. <laughs> the younger, the better. Okay.